You are now tuned into a place where erotic visions and erotic experiences of the male exotic entertainment world come to life. I am your host, Flame. And as you should know, I am for ladies about me. So sit back, relax, stand up, or walk around and feel the heat of 1,000 degrees. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Can you feel it? It's almost time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once again, I'd like to welcome you to the 1000 Degrees Podcast, where visions are heard and the truth is the word. I am your host, Flame, and I am for ladies about me. Let that sink in. I need you to groove with me for a little bit. Close your eyes. And imagine that sunroof open. Your whip is all clean. You look to the right. You got your bass sitting next to you looking all fresh. You reach out. Your hands touch and you just smile. That's that relationship. That's that love. That's that trust. That's that loyalty. So we're going to touch on business relationships, personal relationships, fan relationships. You need them. They're necessary. But it's up to you to keep it strong, though. Sometimes they last. Sometimes they don't. You got to take the good with the bad, you know. But without a positive relationship, it's not going to last. We all know that. So you gotta do what you gotta do to make it work. The toughest relationship in this business is of course the personal, the home life, the family life, the wife, the girl, the guy. And it's um, it's a hell of a ride, you know, because you're dealing with insecurities, you're dealing with trust, you're dealing with loyalty, you're dealing with commitment, you're dealing with you know, faithfulness, you got kids involved. It's so many different factors you have to really look at when you want to have a relationship and be in this business. Now, one thing that a lot of entertainers don't understand is that you cannot mix business with pleasure. And they kind of get overwhelmed because you have all these women at the shows and they're throwing themselves at you and they're giving you money and they're buying you gifts and they making these promises and a lot of guys fail to realize that you have a woman at home. You might have, you know, like I said, a wife or or someone that you've been exclusive to for many years. So you cannot be willing to lose all of that for just a fast piece of ass. You know, it's, it's really not worth it. Unless, I mean, if you got some, some major things going on at home and your relationship's about to fall apart. Okay, cool. That's understandable. You're looking for a rebound. You know, you're looking for a way to get out. You're looking for someone to help you soften that blow that you're going through. But really, truthfully, you got to understand it's not worth it. It's really not worth it. Because just as fast as some 
female in the game can, um, you know, deal with you, she can deal with the next nigga and deal with the next nigga and on and on and on. So it's all temporary. Once they get what they want, game's over. They move to the next one. So we're going to touch on both sides. The men's side is very confusing at times because, and I'm speaking from experience, I've been in, in three major relationships in the 17 years that I've been rocking and all three of them were just a hot ass mess. They start out great, but then they turn out to be a hot ass mess. And it's, it's honestly and truthfully, it wasn't because of what I was doing as far as the entertaining from my perspective, from my side. The women had insecurities and they also had friends who were getting in their ear and pretty much letting them know that there was a stereotype when it came to entertainers in the business. You know, they're fucking everybody. Um, if he tell you he not, he's lying. If he makes all this money, you got to watch the one who gave him all the money because nine times out of 10, he's fucking her too. And I, I will agree that 75, 80% of the time, that's correct. But not all entertainers fall under that category. So you cannot put us all in the group. You just simply can't, but they do it anyway. And when that happens, it, it throws everything completely off because no matter how much you try to explain to your woman that you're not doing that, no matter what you do, if you go to the show and you, you know, you sit right next to her the whole time, you know, or you may take her to a private show to let her know exactly what you're doing at the private show so she can see it. It's just not, it's not going to work unless she is secure with herself. Regardless of what you do as an entertainer, she has to be 100% secure with herself. They'll sit there and they say, it's okay, as long as you come home to me and you're bringing the money home to me and, you know, just say, don't do nothing crazy out there and so forth and so on. It sounds great because they, they have a motive. They're trying to get you and, and they will say and do anything to get you. But when they do have you and they realize they're catching feelings and you may catch feelings, now it becomes a thing of, oh, why are you pulling your dick out and showing everybody? Or why are you sitting on that girl's lap, you know, all that time? Or who was that girl that came up and gave you two, three, four hundred dollars by herself? Are you fucking her? If you come home with a gift, who bought you that? Why did they buy you that? It, it, it turns sour. And once again, it's not because of the man's actions. Not all the time. It's the insecurities. It's very difficult for a woman to understand that a man can be around hundreds of women at one time, take his clothes off completely, and women not try to come at him or, or take him home or shit. Sometimes they try to suck your dick at the club. I've experienced that. But it's very difficult for her to understand. It's just business. It's a business. We cannot control what women decide to do. We can only control what we as entertainers decide to do. If we decide to indulge, then we have to deal with the consequences. If we decide to let it go, cool. Now we have to deal with the consequences at home, which are she's not understanding that you're telling her you brought all this money home and you're not dealing with nobody. So you get falsely accused of all of these things, all of these actions, and you know damn well you're not doing them. And it's very difficult. It's frustrating. I've been through that. It's so frustrating. Now, for the guys who are indulging 
in these activities. Once again, it's not worth it. It's only pussy. If you have somebody that you've been with for many years, for many years, why would you throw that away for somebody overnight? Because they gave you a couple hundred dollars and you think they're gonna to continue to give you a couple hundred dollars every time they see you. They may, they may not. It's a roll of the dice, it's a chance you take. But it's not worth it, it's really not. And if you're leaving the show at two o'clock and you don't get home till four o'clock and you're not reaching out to your woman, obviously you're making her more insecure because you're not letting her know what's going on. If you call and you know she picks up or vice versa, and you, you, the conversation is short. Oh, I, I gotta go, I gotta go. Okay, you're not making her feel comfortable at all. Sometimes you have to step away from the people you are around just for a short period of time to, to give your woman those words to make her feel comfortable while you're at work and she's not there. You have to step away from that. If she reaches out to you, reach out back. If she calls you, answer the phone. Anything can happen but you want her to feel secure. If, you, if you're all up in these women's faces and she is around, then yes, she's going to you know, wonder who that girl is and how do you know her or whatever. So you have to be mindful of the type of actions that take place while you're sitting on these girls' laps. If it gets to the point to where you wanna do something freaky because there's money involved, okay, cool. Then keep in mind, all eyes on you. Not only your girlfriend's eyes, but everyone in the crowd, in the audience. They're watching. People watch. So they may watch you. Your girl may miss it. They may be sitting at the table with your girl, and next thing you know, they're telling your girl. Now, we all know sometimes women get jealous. You know, they, they get in their feelings as well. They start to hate. They may gas up to these girls. They may gas up to your girlfriend or your bae or your boo, you know, the things that you were doing, knowing you wasn't doing them, just to mess your thing up. It happens. It really happens. And that leaves the door open for them to slide in. You can't, you cannot, you cannot throw that out the window. People are shady. People will do anything and say anything just to get your boot, plain and simple. So before you leave to come to the club or before you leave to go to that private show, you need to ask yourself, do you or should you Take your mate with you. If things are not good at home it, because of the business, you may want her to tag along and explain to her before you get there what's going to take place so she knows and has an idea of what she's going to see. If you do not wish to bring her to the event, then, you know, once again, keep in contact with her. Let her know what's going on at all times. At all times. It's no excuse. It's really not. I mean, you walk around with a money bag, put your phone in the money bag. You know, if you're sitting down for a brief moment, it takes nothing more but five to 10 seconds to send somebody a text message. It takes nothing more but five or 10 seconds to answer a phone call, let somebody know what you're doing, or let them know you're thinking about them and go about your business. It's just that easy. A lot of people don't do it because they feel as though, oh, I'm at work, I sh you shouldn't be bothering me, you know, you're getting on my nerves. Okay, now you have to ask yourself, what kind of person are you? And do you really want the relationship that you're in? It's a two-way street. You just can't, because you're an entertainer, you just can't sit back and, and expect your mate to accept all the things that go on at a stripping event. You cannot expect that. 
No woman deep down wants to see her man or wants to know that her man is being seen by all these women completely naked. And they're touching and they're feeling and they're doing all kinds of stuff. And then she knows, okay, you're going to touch and you're going to feel. So it, it makes her feel a little strange. Like, okay, is he getting excited? Does he like this? Now it's starting to be, does the, you know, is he going to see somebody that looks better than me? Um, that's, you know, their bodies, their bodies better than mine. Their face looks prettier than mine. You know, am I, am I okay? Am I good enough? There's so many questions that go through their heads all because of, of what they see and what they're being told and what the game is known for. So basically the men need to put the shoe on the other foot. You know, honestly, how would you feel if your woman was the stripper and you was a spectator and you didn't strip? You know, it, it can it can be a little bothersome to watch uh, a man fill up on your woman and he's touching and he's grabbing and poking and sticking fingers in all kinds of places and then she gonna come home to you? I've been there too. I've dealt with female strippers on a major level, it's 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 not easy. You know, you would think it's an understanding, but it's really not, and we'll get into that a little later. But the, um, you know, the whole idea, the whole concept is to basically, as an entertainer, you need to let your woman know what it's really hitting for. Don't hide, don't lie, you know, just be transparent. You know, tell her everything that's going on. Even if you're not doing it, tell her what you see other guys doing and leave it up to her to decide whether or not she can handle that or whether or not she's, you know, built to deal with somebody like you in this business. Don't automatically assume that she's okay with it because they're not. They're truly not okay with it off the rip. It may take a little time. It's obviously, it's gonna take some understanding, but it's no guarantee. It's really no guarantee if they're going to be able to handle it. And also, you know, the multiple, multiple women at a show, you know, these relationships you have, oh, that's my brother. You know, that's my sister. And you know damn well you fucking them. You know you banging them. You know you sucking my man's dick. But you're going to sit there and say, that's my brother. You know, that's my sister. And you got two, three, four, five women at a show. It's, it's those relationships that you have with your fans. You can't, that's just, uh, no, it's no good. A lot of them do it, but it's no good. They're, they rather deal with the fact that it's going to bring drama and attention to them. They rather deal with that than try to eliminate it all together because there's money involved. You know, when, when, when people know you can make money with something, they don't care you know, what the consequences may be. They just want that bag. So they rather deal with the two, three, four, five women and they, they cover it up. They lie. Oh, I know her from so-and-so. I grew up with her or she's from the hood. And you know what, damn well, you lying. It's going to do nothing but cause problems. And once again, it's going to allow someone's insecurities to skyrocket, which in turn is going to cause more problems. As far as the females go, you also are a huge factor when it comes to maintaining a solid relationship with an entertainer. You have to control your level of jealousy. You have to control your mind. You cannot allow your brain to drift too far. You cannot allow your friends, your so-called friends, to get into your ear without 
actually having proof. You can't take everybody's word for what it is. You have to sit back and you have to watch. You have to observe for yourself. You have to ask questions. If you need to know, then you ask him. Don't assume anything. Just because you see something at a show, okay, don't assume. Ask questions. You'll get the answers if he's real. You'll get the answers. But also be careful what you ask for because you may get an answer you don't want to know. But then you'll, if, if that's the case, then you're just going to start assuming. So you, you got to figure out where you want to go with it. You really do. Is he worth it? Is he not worth it? You need to figure that out. But understand, you know, the same way women watch what he does, there's men watching what you do. If they know that that's his woman and they know that she's off limits, you know, she's not supposed to get lap dances from any other dancer or she's not supposed to tip any other dancer for whatever reason, other dancers should respect that. And if they do, it doesn't mean that they're not watching. Because if, if they're cool with the, the dancer, you know, that's his homie or whatever, he's gonna look out for him. So if he sees her doing something with another with another dancer, you know, that, that looks a little suspicious, he may be like, yo, yo, you need to check that. Or I saw her tip so-and-so, or, or you know, so-and-so's over there, and he's touching and feeling and she ain't saying nothing. So you, you gotta be on your toes too, ladies. You know, you can't give him a reason to act out himself because if he see you doing something he's not going to come to you off the off the top he may sit there and say okay well if she's doing that let me take a note of it and then i'm going to go back and do what i want to do so if she decides to come to me and speak on it then i have something to speak on it to come back at it then it becomes this game of, of tick for tack so you got to be careful with that and once he comes home if you're not at the show once he comes home you know, give give him a moment. Give him a moment to to decompress. Then hit him with the questions. You know, don't just as soon as he come in, you know, this, 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 this. No, give him a chance. You know, he might come to you or be like, yo, guess what I saw? Or this show was this or the show was that. He may come in, give you the money bag and go take a shower and call it a night. Ain't no telling what he's going to do. But just don't sweat him like that. Don't hound him like that. If he's real and he cares about you, then he'll come clean. Bottom line is, you have to understand, it's his place of business. This is how he's making his money. And if you met him doing this, you cannot expect him to stop because you asked him to or because you're, or because you're insecure with certain things. You have to make that decision yourself. If you can't handle it, get out while you can, because it's not gonna get any easier unless you you build up your confidence and, and take care of yourself like, you're always going to wonder some shit. You're always going to wonder. But then when he travels to different states and you're nowhere to be around, you know, he's in a hotel room by himself. You know, it, it, all kinds of scenarios can go through that woman's head. So ultimately, you need to ask yourself, can you really deal with having a relationship with an exotic entertainer? All kinds of shit happens at private shows. Is he is he using the fluffer to get ready? Is he fucking him in the bathroom? Is he is he really eating ass during his performance? Or are they sucking his dick during his performance? It gets crazy at private shows. And once again, I'm speaking from experience. I don't pull no punches. Like these are things that, that, that I've seen. These are things that have happened to me that I've indulged in. You know, so I know what goes on in this game. 
And it's only but right that that I bring it to the surface so women understand what these dudes are doing, what some of these guys are doing. Not everybody does it, but some of these dudes get get down and dirty at these joints. You know, it's just it comes with the territory. It's what we do. It's just what some of us do. Now, don't start judging us, calling us whores and dogs and all kinds of other names, because some of you women who indulge in these activities as well or some nasty asses your goddamn selves. So once again, it's both sides. You women got men at home and you still fuck around with these entertainers and then you go back home. What's the clean part about that? Nothing. So you do it, we do it, everybody does it. You have to decide whether or not it's something that you can handle or whether or not it's something that you wish to deal with and is it worth it? Because at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, it is his place of business. He is making money. He is surrounded by a whole bunch of women throwing themselves at him. Can you handle that? I'm going to take a break. I'll be back. The 1000 Degrees Podcast has been partnered with Hope Performer Body Oil. Remember, there is always hope. Are you suffering from dry hair? Itchy scalp? Or dull skin lacking brilliance? There's no need to suffer any longer. There is always hope. An all-natural, organic Performer Body Oil formulated with the perfect blend of some of nature's best, enriched with vitamins and minerals to help rejuvenate the mind, the body, and the soul, while leaving you with an amazing radiance. It's not just for you, it's for everyone. Because there is always hope. Yo, check this out. For those who don't know what hope is, it's a 100% all natural, organic, performer body oil for entertainers, models, basically anyone who likes to show their skin. If you was using baby oil, which has no health benefits whatsoever, it stains your clothes, it, it clogs your pores, that was my reason for developing hope. I developed it, I did the research, I put it together, the whole nine. So if you're looking to change your skincare to something a little more healthier and beneficial, remember, there's always hope. Check it out on Instagram at Hope Body Oil. On Facebook at Hope Body Oil. Let me know. Try it out. Give it a shot. I guarantee you like it. Come back to the program. The second most important relationship you need to have is the business relationship with the promoters and with other entertainers. And it's necessary because the promoters are the bosses. They're the ones doing the bookings. They're the ones putting the money in your pocket. They're the ones who decide where you go on the lineup. Very important. As far as other entertainers are concerned, it's also necessary because they're the ones who can put bookings for private shows, you know, under your belt, 
they can also put you on shows if they decide to throw a show. So it's very, very, very important. However, like I said earlier, there's always the good with the bad, the bad with the good. I had a personal relationship with a promoter slash entertainer and connected on the outside, I would help him get his body together. I was training him. You know, he was putting me on shows. I gave him the lowdown when he first started. And he put me on every show. And we had a couple of situations where we broke apart. He took me off the show, whatever. Then I came back on the show. Okay, great. Never had a problem with the bookings. Never had a problem with ticket sales. None of that. Well, the situation had went down where I had a female ask me for a private show. I couldn't do it. So I reached out to another entertainer and I gave her photographs of people who I would have recommended to her because I couldn't do it. Well, she picked who she wanted. It was three of them. She picked two of them. I didn't have the number of one of the guys. So I asked the promoter slash entertainer if he can give me the phone number. He gave me the phone number, but then 10 minutes later, 15 minutes later, he comes back and says, why didn't you give it to me? Why didn't you ask me to do it? Wasn't my choice. He chose from the pictures that I sent her. He felt some kind of way. He allowed his personal feelings to get involved in a situation I had no control over. But I was thinking, you know, we, we, we cool. Like we're, we're outside of the business. We're cool peoples. You know, he, he's even invited me to uh, a couple of his family events. Like, he was cool peoples, but he let his, his feelings get in the way. So when it came time for his show, which I was on, I was celebrating my birthday. I was on the front of the flyer. Never had no issues with celebrating my birthday at his show. Nothing. Never had an issue with the lineup. He would always ask me what number I wanted to go. Everything was great. He was the only one that ever looked out for me in this business when it came to preference on a lineup and, you know, consistent bookings on the shows. He was on point. But I guess he just, he just felt some kind of way that he didn't get picked for this private show, so he took it out on me. I receive a message that says, if you don't sell tickets, then you're not getting booked. And I was blown away because I'm thinking, damn, I never received no text message or no information from this dude like that. Like, why would he send that to me now? Like, he, he must really feel some kind of way about what happened. So I responded like, well, I had ticket sales, but it's not my fault that the women canceled at the last, at the last minute, like they usually do. And... You know, I was still I was still pumping. Obviously, it's my birthday show, so I'm still pumping to see if I can get some fans to come, see if I can sell these tickets. So I didn't sell any tickets. So I said, okay, cool, no problem. He wants to get in his feelings. Nothing I could do about that. I'm still going to make money because I got fans that's coming to the show. And I get to the show. Usually, he comes to me, shows me the lineup, says, yo, this is your number. All right, cool. Didn't get that. By the time I looked at the lineup, I was third to last which to me was shit. Never ever on any of his shows have I ever been put that low. That's number one. Number two, if I'm celebrating my birthday, why would you put me that low? Now, once again, I thought we had a better personal relationship 
outside of the business but obviously it that was just you know false belief on my behalf i was guess i was boo-boo the fool to really believe that so i said i had no problem i'm still gonna rock is it okay if i rock he says yeah so I stick around and I'm just watching the entertainment and he's not saying nothing to me. He's walking by, you know, acting like I don't even exist. All his, his movements were completely different. Completely different. So no matter what I could say, no matter what situation, what the situation was, it didn't matter to him. He took it out on me. I had nothing to do with the shit. The female chose, you wasn't one of them. How you gonna get mad? All right, fine. So I ended up rocking. Ended up making a nice amount of money. Didn't need the booking. Fine, no problem. But that let me know that the connection that we had wasn't really strong. You know, it wasn't really a, a, a personal connection the way it should be. It wasn't really a business connection the way it should be. It was a, a situation where as though he felt he can be petty in that situation. And he was thinking that it was going to affect me somehow, but it didn't. You know, when it comes to a booking, either you're going to get booked or you're not. Fine. I'm still going to rock. I'm, I, I'm still who I am. I still have fans. Don't get it fucked up. So it didn't bother me. It was like, okay, cool. Now that I know I got to keep you at the end of the jab. I can't fuck with you no more because you bad business. You bad business. You're not cool on a personal level. All right, cool. I'm done with you. I don't need to be on your shows no more. I don't know if he was thinking I need to be on his shows. No, because I wasn't on there for a while. So I'm not missing nothing. I'm really not. I got other shit going on in my life. So I had to step away from that. So ultimately, you really don't know how relationships are go, going to go. People change when things don't go in their favor. So you have to keep that in mind. When you have a, a business relationship, you try to sustain that with the promoter. In this era nowadays, promoters have a tendency to use that against the entertainer for things that they may not understand and let's take promotions for instance ever since social media became extremely popular with marketing and promotions if a promoter does not see a flyer does not see a stat that you're promoting to your fans that you're going to be on their show on such and such date because that's not on the timeline for them to see, they feel as though you're not promoting. So what they'll do, they'll hold it against you. They'll put you on the lineup in a shitty position. Some of them may even take away your book and some may take you off the show. Some may not ever put you on another show and I've experienced all of these. I personally disagree with those actions because it's, it's plain and simple. If you don't see what I got going on 24 seven, you can't hold me accountable. Just because you do not see me promoting on Facebook or Instagram does not mean I am not promoting. I have private shows. I go places. I carry flyers with me at times. If I don't have the flyer on me, it's obvious I have my phone on me, which the flyer is in the phone. So I can be showing people, telling people, my fans, people on the street that you don't see. So how can you hold that against me? Or how can you feel some kind of way about that? And then you want to turn around and you want to post the status up on, you know, Facebook, blasting everybody. Oh, I'm not seeing this. I'm not seeing that. So when I take you off the show, don't be mad. Or when you, when you get to the show and your number is shitty, don't be mad. Why would you do that? To me, that's just dead wrong.
And if you have a strong business relationship with someone, then it should not be an issue. They should understand, okay, every time I have a show and he's on it, I can count at least this amount of women that's coming to see him. He makes money. Women come up. They support him. I hear them talking. So obviously, just because they didn't buy the ticket from him or just because they didn't tell me specifically that they was buying the ticket to see him does not mean that they did not receive promotions from him. It's, it's, it can get really ugly and it's kind of a mixed up situation, but the bottom line is promoters shouldn't act that way. If the business relationship is strong, business is business, personal is personal. If I don't talk to you outside of the business, then my personal life should not be of any of your concern. If I do have a personal relationship with you outside of the business, then obviously, okay, we really should have a better understanding of who we are as people, whether you're female or male promoter. So why would you allow someone else on the outside to get into your ear? Oh, he's not promoting. I don't see anything on his page. I don't see anything on Instagram. So why are you even putting him on? He's not looking out for you. Why would you let that interfere with the relationship that you have built with someone on the outside of the game? It should never be that way. But for some reason, promoters allow their feelings to get in the way. And next thing you know, like I said, I'm at the bottom of the lineup. Oh, you got to get bumped down because so-and-so came. Oh, I'm only going to uh, book you for this price this time. And I'm going to skip the next couple shows. Like before, it wasn't that. Now it's a little shady because you think that the person's not promoting. You know, I had this question. Nobody's ever answered it. And I've been asking this question for quite some time. I'm from the early era. When's the last time a group of entertainers, a group of fellas, or even a promoter has grabbed a group of the men that's on the show and actually went out, nail salon, to hairdressers, to the mall, get to the park, to promote live and direct to females. When's the last time somebody's done that? You know, they could talk all that trash about social media, it's, it's this and it's that. Okay, that all oh, that's great. But we all know hand to hand, if if I roll up on a female, give her a flyer, then there's five other guys behind me that's on that flyer, and you have a promoter that's standing there and she's promoting the show. You cannot tell me that that's not gonna pique that woman's interest when she sees the niggas on the flyer right there in front of her, so she knows what she's gonna get. And they're talking to her and they're making her laugh. They're making her feel good about herself. That's possible ticket sales right there. But when you on social media, it, it's okay. You see the flyer next. It's in the timeline next. And if you post up something else, it knocks it out the way. So really just how much promoting you're going to do to the same group of people when it comes to that. People don't understand that. Nobody's ever answered that question. I haven't seen anyone go out in a big, large group. And I haven't even been asked to go out as a, as a group to help promote the show. They say, okay, yeah, let's do that. And they never do. It's, it's sad. It's really sad. But they're quick to blame the entertainer. Oh, you're not promoting. I don't see you doing this. 
I don't see you you doing that. Your ticket sales are low. Okay, but when the show comes and I'm there and women see me and they are commenting about me, obviously they like what they see. So therefore, what's the issue? You made money. They bought a ticket. I know my fans are there. You see me talking to my fans. So what's the problem? It can get real ugly. But if you have that solid, I mean, a solid, true business relationship with a promoter, you cannot, you should not, you will not go wrong. Because they know you, you know them. It should never be any misunderstandings. Unfortunately, it happens. You receive the shitty end of the stick. So you just got to decide whether or not you're going to deal with that promoter from that point on and you make your move. Now let's cross the bridge and speak on the relationship with your fans, which has been majorly crazy from an entertainer standpoint. Obviously the fans are the ones that pay you. I don't care how you look at it. If they bought a ticket to come see you, that ticket money pays your booking. If they tip you, that tip money pays your rent, bought your groceries, paid your car note, helped you catch the bus, bought you them shoes, something. Your fans, you need them. The relationship, you need that in order to make money. If you don't have a good relationship with your fans, you're going to have to really pull it from the muscle every time. When you when you when you have strong fans and they come to a show, you can basically count on them to support you a certain amount. You can kind of figure it out. It's it's okay. It's at least going to be this whatever because they they've done it on the regular. If there's no strong relationship between you and that fan, then you really don't know what you're going to get. You're going to have to go out there, entertain your ass off and hope that you can attract new fans and you can really get these women up out their seat to come give you some money and possibly build new relationships. But you cannot allow that relationship with your fan to get in the way of the personal life, which I touched on earlier. Once again, it's business. Business is business. You, you can't you cannot cross that line however you have to keep a relationship with them yeah you could talk to them you could text them every now and again keep it minimal don't sit there and have a long drawn out conversation you ain't got to be running the streets with them you ain't got to have dinner with them all the time but some type of connection with them keeps them grounded to say okay at least i am amongst one of the ones that's getting his attention so when he has a show come up all right, cool, I got it. Now, if you don't show them that much attention, they may still have your back. It may not be as much, but it's still support. Support is support. I don't care if it's a dollar or whatever. It's still support. You know, some dudes are greedy with it. That, that don't get you too much of anything but a headache. Unless you decide to get cocky with it and thinking that you fucking God's gift and the women are supposed to tip you. They're not required to do shit. 
tipping is not mandatory. It's a plus. It's a bonus. You already been booked to come in the joint. So you got money off the rip. Let these women enjoy themselves. If they want to feel, if they want to touch, if it's something minimal, cool. If they're not in your way, cool. If they're in your way, move them out your way. Or, or, or dance around them. But if they, if they want to touch, let them touch. They may come up to the stage later. They may follow you during your walkout. They may ask for a lap dance and then break you off. You don't know that. So you can't be pissed off if initially nobody's tipping. You can't be mad. You out there for, for 10, 15, sometimes 20 minutes. Do your job. I tell that to a lot of cats. Regardless of the crowd, regardless if you got fans or not, if they know you or not, do your job. You get paid to do a job. If you do your job well and correctly, women will pay you that you don't know. And the ones that do know you will really pay you. So you can't be cocky. You can't walk around like you the fucking man and act like your shit don't stink or smell like roses. Because if you do that, women make the entertainer. They can make or break your career. You fuck that up, they start talking, game over. You may miss some, some paper. You may gain some paper but they're in control. Now, I've never been one to, to call up a fan and say, I'm performing at this show. I need you to come and I need you to break me off such and such amount. Never did that because if you do that now, there's an obligation. You called them. You told them to come. So you have to show them a certain amount of attention. But if you don't call these people and they just show up, you may sell them some tickets and they show up because there's a show you don't necessarily have to show them a, a, a certain amount of attention. No, you can speak to them, give them a couple of dances and move on to the next chick. And they understand that if everything is tight and that can go an extremely long way. So last but not least is the relationship between a promoter and the fans, the ones who buy the tickets, the one who comes to the shows because without them, who would we dance for? I'll be back in a minute. The 1000 Degrees podcast has been partnered with Hope Performer Body Oil. Remember, there is always hope. Are you suffering from dry hair? Itchy scalp? Or dull skin lacking brilliance? There's no need to suffer any longer. There is always hope all-natural organic performer body oil formulated with the perfect blend of some of nature's best enriched with vitamins and minerals to help rejuvenate the mind the body and the soul while leaving you with an amazing radiance it's not just for you it's for everyone because there is always Now, the last relationship between the promoter and the fans is also crucial. The promoter can connect the fans with VIP tables, can connect the fans with discounted tickets, you know, special treatment, bottles at the table, if it's, if it's that good connection. You see, fans will go to a show, believe it or not, on the strength that they're cool with the promoter. They can care less about some of them niggas to be on the shows. 
but because they're cool with the promoter, then it's like, oh, let's go hang with him. Let's go kick with him. Let's go support her. It may be because they have another show coming up that they want her to support, him or her to support, or they just go because, or he is who he is and they cool. That's a good relationship to have because you can always, you can always count on the fact that somebody is going to be at that show. So without the fans, we have nobody to dance for. Without us, they have nobody to watch. Without a promoter, believe it or not, we can still have a show, but someone is going to be considered the promoter of that show. So I will probably say that the promoter is the lowest on the totem pole, somewhat. We all need each other to make this business work. We all need some type of relationship with one another to make it work. If one of those relationships is not there, it's too much negativity that's going to be put in the universe. It's just not going to work right. Something's going to go wrong. But everybody needs everybody. And when everybody connects on the same page, you're going to have a hell of a night. You're going to make a hell of a lot of money. And the women are going to have a hell of a time. And ultimately, that's what having a show is all about. Everybody connecting and going home at the end of the night happy. So business, relationships, personal relationships, fans to entertainer relationships, promoters to fan relationships, promoters to entertainer relationships, home relationships, your bae, your boo, your wifey, your nigga, your MCM, your WCW, whatever you fuck you wanna call it. Relationships are necessary. We need them. Let's get it together, y'all. We gotta make it happen. I am Flame. I am for ladies about me. This is the 1000 Degrees Podcast. Till next time, hold it down, earn your rep. I'm out.